Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. We are creatures of habit, aren't we? We like our comfort zones. We like the known. We like routine. I mean, most of us do, I would say. Uh, And it's hard to get uncomfortable it's not comfortable it's just not easy to always muster up the brain energy or uh, physical mental all of that to do something different do something out of the norm and I'm here to challenge the norm (laughs) I mean the way that I live Day to day, I feel like I challenge the norm on the the regular with always broadening my perspective on things, gaining new perspectives, and educating myself in different areas, trying new things, meeting new people, and... Yeah, I mean, just a whole list. And is it always easy, fun, something that I want to do? No. And of course, there are always areas that I can grow in. But the more that I have gotten myself out of the comfort zone, the easier it is to get uncomfortable more often. And that is what I want to talk to you guys today about. Something that was on my heart. And the first thing that came to me is if we aren't failing, we aren't growing. And that concept is kind of hard to admit. It's hard to accept that. But to take it a step further, if we aren't growing, then we aren't fully living. Like we're not fully allowing ourselves to experience all that life has for us and I found a really neat article that had a lot of great things to say and so much of it that rings true and I wanted to share you know just my thoughts and some things I've gathered and you know personal experiences um, in hopes to just encourage you wherever you're at in in life. We're all in different paths. And I think that we, man, we tend to turn to our phones a lot. 
I don't know about you, but I feel like lately I've been like, why am I picking up my phone and opening Instagram? If I'm not purposefully using it to get back to somebody or post something or do business something, like, do I really need to find another recipe? No. Do I really need to see what so-and-so's workout was? No. Do I really need to just be humored? Like, I feel that I just settle for that when I'm feeling low or like stagnant or I don't know what to do next (laughs) and sometimes that's just like the easy thing to grab I don't know if that made any sense but kind of leading into what I found fascinating was that people that are comfortable are often the people that are miserable and unhappy If you stick with the easy crowd, you're not going to grow, right? I've told you a number of times your environment is stronger than your willpower. So who are you hanging out with? What's your environment? Who are the people? What's your crowd? Who's your tribe? And how are they influencing you on a daily basis? Comfort. I'm not saying, let's be clear, I'm not saying to never be comfortable, to never have those places of comfort and and known we need that but when that becomes everything and we cling to that and when something rocks the boat just a little bit and we don't know how to adapt that's when it's a wake-up call it should be a wake-up call because comfort can lead to self-absorption it can lead to boredom and it can lead to discontent AKA grabbing your phone or watching the news or reaching for whatever it is that's going you think is going to satisfy when really what it is is you needing to get out of that comfort zone and you needing to do something different, right? <laughs> do something different. Breaking a habit, trying something new, taking a risk, meeting new people, like making those new connections or Putting yourself out there or in a whole new situation is so not easy. And it's definitely not comfortable. Which is probably why a majority of people don't do it. Right? That's why we don't do it. It can be exhausting but rewarding. Like an example. um, So after Alex and I got married... So we grew up going to church. That's where we met. We went to church because our parents went to church. Like that's just how it went. But we had faith instilled in us. And that is something that we chose to continue to pursue post moving out of our parents' home. That was something that we found value in and that we wanted for ourselves. But we also had left the church that we had met at. And all of our families have left it actually. Uh, It was not going in a direction that we we're on board with um just that's a whole another thing so we we ended up leaving the church we got married in January of 13 and we left in June of that same year so that's really hard on a marriage when you left a really stable and consistent place in your you know when you're newly married and and all of that so um we were we did not have a church home we had a lot of family that was that are believers and um ways of having fellowship with 
the people that had ended up choosing to go in a different direction as well. We would meet and have Bible study or gather and have a meal and just spend time together and talk about life. Um, so we had those connections, but it wasn't church and we found it, I found it really hard because Alex wasn't super interested at the time. He's not a big social butterfly and he was focused on trying to really get our marriage and, you know, his job and school all lined up and in, in line to be the provider for us and our future and all these things. And that church was unknown. Um, Those people were unknown and to go and meet new people and new connections and get into and immerse yourself in a whole new environment church-wise when you know that your goal is to make that a new like second family (laughs) you know um that's hard and I felt really like it was hard to not have that and I felt like I wanted somewhere to go I wanted somewhere to belong to outside of these other people I wanted somewhere to go to and people of our own. I was like, okay, well, these people we've met through our parents. So how are we going to meet others outside of that? Like we, how, like, what are we going to do? Um, you know, and here we are 19, 20 years old, actually 20 at that time. And yeah, that was, that was a big wake up call. And eventually we've been, we've been at a church home now for about seven years. I think it'll be eight in no, no, six years, because we found it just before Winston. So I want to say we've been at our church home for seven years this July. We'll call it that. And um, we landed on a place after we bought our first home. We knew, okay, it's not worth it to find a church that's not going to be in the area that we're going to be moving into, like where we're moving. So once Alex accepted a job in an area, like long, like a, a for sure job, in 2015, we bought our house close to that area and then began figuring out what church was going to look like, where. Um, we actually found out about our church through our neighbors who go there, so it's been really neat, and we've been there ever since. But just to say that making the new connections, meeting new people, showing up the Sunday after Sunday, telling your story a million times over and over is really hard. And I just, I thought of that story because we're in a place where we're outgrowing our home here. Um, You know, fourth baby on the way. We don't have a basement. We don't have a second bathroom. And six people in this home as people are growing up and being potty trained and needing personal space and privacy and all the things. (laughs) It's going to require a change. And... I don't know that it's going to feel easy. It won't feel easy because I wish I could just like pick up the whole like community that I have around me and move it with me and my church. But our family is so far away from, we're already the furthest away from our families and we do so much with them. We are so blessed that everyone is local and we do so many birthday parties and holiday gatherings and family lunches and fellowships and just... Um, needing babysitters and care and help. Um, We live life together. And when we have to drive 40 to 60 minutes just one way um, for parents alone help or connection, um, 
that isn't ideal long term. And if you know, if we were to pick a new a new home here in the next couple years, uh, because of our growing family and needs and wanting more land and all of those things and resources, it's going to require change and getting uncomfortable. And I'm already like not. I'm like, I'm ready. I, I, I want the new home. And then I'm like, but no, I'm not. Like, I can't, I can't even process leaving my church. I can't even process leaving my neighbors and the comfort here. And while it's okay that it's comfortable, like, that's, that's so needed because that means it's just a rich life here. Um, you know, our church is going to be way too far from us. And that's just going to be really hard at that point to then realize we're going to be faced with having to go make new connections, share a story a million times, <laughs> get to know new people, which I don't mind getting to know new people, but church, for, it, that's a whole nother level because what we grew up with is like you live life with these people on a regular basis. So the goal is to become intimate with these people, to become um you know, vulnerable with, you know, this is who you're going to share life with and the struggles and the ups and the downs and you need prayer and you need um, connection on, you know, your values and beliefs and yeah. So anyway, I went on a tangent with that, but that was just something that like immediately came to my mind with the whole like putting yourself in totally new situations. It's not going to be easy. Meeting new people, all the things. So with change comes effort, okay? It's going to take some work. And I'm sorry, I'm like sniffling here. I'm going to blow my nose real quick. Hold on. And I know I can like edit those little things out, but hey, why not keep you in the loop? <laughs> okay, all better. Um, okay, so um, in artic- the article that I was reading, uh, there were a couple things that I found really neat, fascinating as well um, that they had shared Um they had said, it's been shown that people who regularly seek out fresh experiences tend to be more creative and emotionally resilient than those who remain in routine. That's pretty, that's pretty uh, big. You are bound to be more creative and emotionally resilient because you're not just hoping that every day is going to show up as the same. And once the one day that doesn't, and you don't know how to adapt, your whole world's been rocked. And it could be just like the smallest thing. Like your breakfast bagel at Panera was out that day and it completely ruined your day. But maybe you had the opportunity to try something else or save your money and have your own breakfast. <laughs> maybe it prompted you to be like, forget it. I'm not going to Panera again. And now I'm going to eat at home. But or you choose to be bitter about it or, I don't know, give the worker a bad rap and, and make them feel bad. And it's like, dude, it's a bagel. It's a breakfast bagel. And you were out of it? How dare you? Like, come on. <laughs> so that was a silly example. But I'm trying to make it practical. Like the littlest things. Literally, the little, the littlest, the smallest things that you are so in routine and so comfortable with that when it gets rocked, you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to function. I don't know how to go on without, my, like, throughout my day. Like, it didn't happen like it normally does. And while it's good to build the habits and the routines, you've got to, because, like, 
there are huge benefits. Like there's a whole book, the habits book or whatever it's called. Atomic habits. Fast. It's such a phenomenal book. Um, but also how to adapt, get your habits in line with getting out of your comfort zone, make that a habit. Like, so what does that look like? Like that's a whole nother element. But when you break your own mold, you become stronger and more confident. So we have to learn to embrace the discomfort because it's part of the process. And if you want success in life, if you want more joy, more fulfillment, more out of life, then the secret lies in the very thing or things that you are avoiding. So what are you avoiding? What relationships, what people are you avoiding meeting? What conversations are you avoiding having? What um, financial decisions are you avoiding making? Or, yeah, health, health decisions. You are so comfortable in the way that you are, in a health example, eating and not, let's say, not moving your body. But, so that's comfortable to you to keep doing the same thing. But again, going back to people that are comfortable are often miserable. Are you miserable with your health circumstances, with your, with your current wellness situation? You're comfortable, but you're unhappy. Why? Challenge that. Because there's there's more to live there's more to life like I, I hope that you're like getting it and you know I don't want this just to come across you know like you know obviously yes I have a faith and and I I speak about God and Jesus and the things like that and I and I don't want this to just not include some of how the Lord works in our lives and that's where faith comes into play sometimes and you know, there's some verses, you know, being strong and courageous in the Lord. In Joshua, it says, do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God has not given us a, a, a spirit of fear, but power and love and self-control. So a lot of it <laughs> we can't do on our own sometimes. We really need to seek that higher um power that help from the Lord and trusting in him because leaning on our own selves man we're just gonna be comfort and comfortable and unhappy <laughs> I feel like you should be comfortable and happy but it sounds so un doesn't sound right to say comfortable and unhappy I feel like those two don't go together but so often that's that's where people end up where they're like there's probably more to life, but whatever. I'm just, I'll just stay here because it's what I know. Like, okay. <laughs> um, and we all have different personalities. I live with a husband who is Mr. Routine, my Mr. Steady. And I'm sure so many of you have husbands just like that or it's opposite. You're like that and your hubby is like the fly by a seat of his pants like me. Okay, we all have our personalities, but again, we all can be stretched where, hey, maybe I need a little more routine in my life, okay? <laughs> a little more study. Um, but some of you study people need a little 
little nudge and your bagel not in stock so that you can ru- your feathers can be ruffled, you know? So long-term success. If you want success out of life, out of something, then you have to, then you have to stop avoiding what's hard. Allow yourself to be broken, to be humbled. Okay? Jesus was broken. He was humbled all the time. You wouldn't believe the amount of things that you would learn and the way that you would surprise yourself if you actually just like did the thing. <laughs> if, if you just like woke up one day and were like, okay, well, I'm going to just do this and we'll see what happens. Like over time, and, and it's only going to build on itself. You have to, it's, it's only going to, the more you show up, you can't just do it one day or two days or, you know, a couple, you know, for a week and then be like, oh, it's not working. Like, no, if it's not working, then maybe something needs to change within what you're trying to do and accomplish and reroute yourself. But that might, you know, don't just justify it so that you can go back to your comfort zone because you're going to acquire new skills. You're going to push boundaries. You're going to gain new perspectives that you wouldn't have otherwise. And you're going to have hindsight and be like, oh my gosh, look at what I have learned. Look what I know how to do now. I don't have to rely on that. I can make my own bagels at home. <laughs> I don't know why I'm on the bagel kick, you guys. Um, yeah, so learning to be comfortable with discomfort is one of the most important skills you can ever have to live a truly fulfilling life. And I think, you know, if you follow God and, or a Christian, um, the calling to go where he leads. Sometimes we're like, I don't know why you are calling me to go in this direction or to talk to that person or to pay for that person's meal or to leave this church or to <clears throat> friend that mom or whatever, adopt this child um, whatever the Holy Spirit is putting on you, you know, if you are, you know, in communication with God, he speaks to you. And sometimes you're like, wait, can you say that again? <laughs> could, could you repeat that? Please. Because I'm not sure I want to do that because that makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, sometimes the most beautiful things come out of uncomfortable situations. And, Man. I've had I've had enough I've <laughs> had enough of those in my life I've had a lot of those um, but I've also just had so many blessings and so much joy and growth and perspective changes that I wouldn't have had otherwise if I wasn't willing to humble myself enough to grow to just lay it down and be like okay it's gonna have to look different I mean there was even a time with my health I wasn't I wasn't gaining my periods are never regular I'm, we'll see what happens after this baby, (laughs) what happens. Um, but there was a point when I got to my lowest weight and I had to get uncomfortable and make the changes of, I had to eat the heck out of food. I had to not be afraid of calories and fat. I had to only do yoga or walk if even, because I needed to gain weight back if we wanted to have more children. 
and gain my cycle back and be in a better place. And that was really uncomfortable for me. That was really hard. But the rewards seemed greater. And so I was willing to put down my silliness of what I was, how I was living and viewing food and my body. Like it was all distorted. And sometimes, yeah, those distortions are just, that's just a perspective we have. And so we need a new one. So I started, I found, guys, I gathered more knowledge, resources. I, I learned so much about the female body through all of this. I learned more about my body. I have books and resources that I can help people now um, when they're struggling with that. And, and I can tell when others are, you know, going in that direction and I can encourage them like, Hey, I, I don't don't think you should keep going that way because honestly, this is what happened to me and I'm afraid that that might happen to you. So who knows the people you could bless with the life experiences that you're willing to grow out of and through to be able to help others. But if you're not, then I guess, I guess not. (laughs) So I, I just always think of it, how is it going to benefit others? How is what I have gone through going to help somebody else? Either get through it or not make the same mistakes I did. So, if you master discomfort, you can master just about anything. This is, I hope you're taking little little snippets here. Like, we've got some good golden nuggets. A lot of good content. This is all good for me too. So, if you master discomfort, you can master just about anything. Because you're... You're able to adapt and, you know, um, roll with the punches. There, that's the tagline I'm looking for. Roll with the punches. You're like, okay, well, I guess I'm headed this way today. And we're just going to have to roll with it. And you don't have to let it ruin your mood. You don't have to let it become something that festers inside of you. And then you're just mean to people or grumpy. Or you then you throw all your other decisions out the window for the day. No, you can just look at it as an opportunity to just adapt and change and make a different decision and see how it goes. Um, What's the worst that could happen from getting uncomfortable, from trying something new? Like, you have to literally think of the scenarios. What's, like, and yeah, failing, looking silly in front of someone, I mean, I sure hope the internet these days can give you some sort of confidence because people put some pretty vulnerable stuff out there, some pretty crazy, a lot of crazy stuff. Um, and I hope it just gives you the freedom to be like, I can just be me. Like, who cares if I fail? And fail, fail within your own comfort zone a little bit. Maybe don't make it quite like known to other people if that makes sense but eventually it will other things will have to be known and seen as a failure by other people but it's not a failure we've talked about this is that failure is growth and that is a positive thing because if you're not failing you're not growing so if you want to grow in life and have a good life then let's try things what are the worst outcomes what are the worst possible outcomes of trying to eat healthier trying to add and implement in some exercise okay you you feel like you look like an idiot at the gym guess what most people aren't even paying attention to you and guess what you could even just ask hey i'm like new i'm really trying to make this a habit could you give me like a rundown like just talk to someone and just be i find you know what the most the easiest thing is you just gotta be like completely honest 
if you find someone and you're like, look, I'm trying to build this thing and I, I have no idea what I'm doing. Can you help me out? Look, I'm trying to lose weight and get healthier. I, you know, I'm here at the gym. I showed up and I don't want to leave, but I feel really ridiculous in the weight room. I don't know what to start with. Could you help me out? Like people be like, yeah, totally. I mean, there could be the one person that's like, okay. I mean, don't go to like the macho dude, but like find someone. But most people will be like, for sure. They're there and they would be so honored to be able to help someone, you know, show them around. So at least I would hope so. (laughs) Most people at the gym are pretty friendly. And uh, yeah, I just, I I just want you to think of like the worst outcomes and, and don't, don't let it stop you. If you're not like putting yourself at life risk where you're like going to die, I mean, I guess that's kind of like the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> Everything else is just a grow a growing pain and uh like, okay, let's just laugh at me if, you know, whatever. I've had it. I've had it happen. For sure. Can I think of anything at the moment? Not off the top of my head. My brain is not there. Um, kind of leading us into ending this episode. I did not think I was going to be able to talk this long about this. But think of the mind like a muscle that naturally tightens up over time unless it is consciously worked upon. Your personal growth depends on new challenges and activities. So you got to treat the mind like a muscle. You got to keep breaking it down and building it up breaking it down, building it up. You break down your muscle in the gym when you're lifting weights. You build it up in your rest and recovery. Okay, we get so in the mundane and the in the rut in the like our subconscious is so trained. It's so trained. Um that we have to like break it down and retrain. Break it down, retrain so that we are growing and being challenged. Don't limit your challenges. Challenge your limits. Watch how it's going to build your character, build your confidence, become a better mom, wife, friend, husband, partner, spouse, whatever, whatever it is. Employee, business owner. Okay, think of the person that you want to be and start working towards that and make the little steps. I really hope that you took a lot away from today's talk and looks looks like my children just came in from playing outside in the snow. So that will be my exit to pop on off here. But I really just encourage you guys. I'll be done in a minute, buddy. Okay. Um, I encourage you guys to really take this to heart. Maybe you need to re-listen to this again. Put it on your list to listen to in a couple days again. Or a reminder for when you hit those lows and you need that reminder. Um, But I want you guys to be truly living a full life. I want you growing. I want you, yeah, I want you stepping into the potential that God has for you and the person that he wants you to ultimately be. Because he will lead you and guide you. But if you keep resisting him, we're missing out on where he's wanting to take us and all he has for us 
but he never promised an easy life. He never promised it always being comfortable. Um, yeah, motherhood, I feel like, really forces us out of our comfort zone quite often. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a whole nother topic. So with that, have a blessed week, guys. Get out of those comfort zones, and we will chat next time. Bye.